Okay. Good morning, church. So thanks for Brother Sam and the IBC Church for inviting me to share the God's word. Today, my topic is about the promise of God for free through you. It's taken from 1 Kings chapter 2, verse 1 to 4. Okay. Has someone ever made a promise to you? And what was the promise? Did they keep it? People always don't always keep the promise. But you know who does? God. Throughout the Bible, we read about many promises that God made to different people. And he always kept the promise, right? A promise God made to King David. And what was really cool about this promise? In the some way, it fulfilled in David's lifetime. But in other way, God's promise was kept throughout eternity. How is the promise of God fulfilled through you? So it's taken from First Kings chapter 2, verse 1 to 4. Before you are leaving this Zoom meeting, let the word of God empowering you to be a man of God saw the promise of God fulfilled. If you're a father or a teacher or a pastor or a boy or a disciple, I want to ask you a tough and soul-searching question. Here is the question. If you know that you were dying and had one last chance to offer advice to your son or your student or your disciple today, what would you say to him? Or perhaps a better question is, what should you say to him in such case? Or what is your last word to them? Our scripture passage for this morning offer very definite help in that regard. It tells of one history of most prominent men advising his son under precisely those circumstances. As we look together at those words, my prayer is that God will speak not only to all of us men, but also to the ladies, young people, and children. But the focus this morning is on men, David and Solomon's conversation. Okay. Let's read First Kings chapter 2, verse 1 to 4. When the time drew near for David to die, he gave charge his son, Solomon, his son. I am about to go the way of all the earth, he said. So be strong, act like men, and observe what the Lord your God requires. Walk in obedience to him and keep his decrees and commands, his laws and regulations, as written in the law of Moses. Do this so that you may prosper in all you do and wherever you go, and that the Lord may keep his promise to me. If your descendants watch how they live, and if they walk, faithfully before me with 
all their heart. And so you will never fail to have a successor on the throne of Israel. Look, at the first king, chapter 2, verse 1 to 2. Now the days of David drew near that he should die, and he charged Solomon, his son, saying, I am about to go way of all the earth. He said, so be strong and act like a man. I go the way of all the earth. David's son of Jez, Israel is the greatest king apart from the Messiah. Okay. Recognize that he was but a man. Share a common destiny of all the earth. Knowing he will soon pass from this life. So, David what? Gave a final charge to Solomon. As David said, Be strong, be strong. Therefore, prove yourself a man. Perhaps David sensed some weakness in Solomon. Perhaps he knew Solomon would be tested in far greater ways than before. Whatever the exact reason, David knew that Solomon need what? Strength and courage to prove himself a man. Great responsibilities require great strength and courage. From this word of David, sense that Solomon faced a great challenges, whether he knew it or not. Therefore, be the man. Be strong and act like man. How to be a man? David empowered him to be firm. As a man, you need to be firm. And then you need to be responsible. And then you need to be a leadership leader. And uh, empowering him to be what? Influencer. Okay. Does it mean David empower him to be a man, to be firm, to be responsible, to be a leader, and to be influencer person. He expected Solomon to be a man, not a boy. No turning back after we follow Jesus Christ. No turning back. Remember, when we follow Jesus Christ, no turning back. We need to be firm, brother and sister. Because of what? Jesus is the rock. Jesus is the rock. And he is a firm place to stand. And he is the truth. And his word is truth. John 14 verse 6 and John 17 verse 17. When your faith is challenged, remember, my brother and sister, that you stand on the rock of Jesus Christ. And his word is a firm place to stand. He does not change like a shifting shadow. Do not sway here and there in no way. Be steady and be focused. Like Singapore slogan love to say, steady lah. So be steady lah. Okay? And then the second is, 
responsible. For God gave us a spirit, not fear, but power to love and self-control. And whatever you do, work it heartily. As for the Lord, not for men. And also, Father, do not provoke children to anger, but bring them up and discipline them. Instruction. Bear one another. Okay? And so fulfill the law of Christ. Christian, need to be a man. Don't be a like boy and our kids without understanding their responsibility and consequences. Knowing your responsibility as a Christian, I believe you have learned God's word from your leader, right? Keep learning to become a man that you have firm ground of God's word. The Bible study is a good to help you to ground it with the God's word so you can stand firm in the rock of Jesus Christ. Number third is leadership. Leadership is the act of influencing serving others out of Christ's interest in their lives. So they accomplish God's purpose for and through him. Leaders are fearless. Okay? Fearless. Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. Yes, God will help you. God will uphold you with his righteousness, right hand. Great leaders know what they are capable of doing and when they do, and believe they are able to conquer whatever challenge they face. The Bible gives many examples of how God provided leaders for his people. Jesus is the role model for all the leaders. He had more power, wisdom, and insight than any leader could hope for. Yet, ministry always one of service and encouragement. You have all authority to lead. Brother and sister in Christ, we all should know that we all Christians have authority to disciple. Matthew chapter 28, verse 18 to 20. You know, right? And Jesus came to say to them, all authority in heaven and earth has been given to me, to us. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, and baptizing them in the name of Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe that all that I commanded you. And behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. Therefore, brother and sister, go and make disciples. Number four, influence. Influence other. Influence is the power to have an important effect someone or something. If someone influences someone else, they are charging the person or take it an indirect but 
most important way that we are Christian are called to influence others by our action of Christ-likeness. Just like a teacher impact the student. Matthew 5 verse 13 to 16. You need to become to be like a salt. Salt of the earth. And you need to become a light of the world. A city, city cannot be hidden, right? Nor do people like the lamp, put it under the basket, but understand it gives light in all houses. In the same way, let your light shine before others so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. Therefore, David charging and empowering Solomon to be man of God, to be man of God. David also knew that Solomon could not be strong and courageous without what? Obedient fellowship with God. In this place of obedient fellowship, Solomon will prosper in all that he did and the promise of God fulfilled. Just now, I teach this one be the man. Now I teach you show how to be man of God. Okay. Man of God, you need to be observe what the Lord requires. What obedience. Therefore, they will empowering you to be what? Watchful. Watchful. Your eyes. Watchful and walk properly. Don't be blinded and then walk. Otherwise, you will fall into the pit. Therefore, be watchful and walk. How to be watchful? Read your word daily. Read your word. Be watchful. Not only just read, but be watchful. In, when you involve being aware of the devil's schemes or potential trap. Be watchful means staying alert and constantly vigilant. There's no time to take off as a holiday from Christian life, particularly in this day we live in. Do you remember when we, when Jesus go through the absolute agony to the point of sweating blood in the garden of Gethsemane? He asked what? Disciple on numerous occasions for them to stay and watch him. To stay and watch him. But what did they do? They did opposite. And then they fell asleep. No. Jesus wanted them to be what? Awake and alert and to pray with him. Pray with him and learn to pray with him. He still wanted his disciples today to stay awake and to pray. Pray. To be a watchman and woman to this generation that he called to intercede for. We are called to intercede for. 
The Bible teaches us we are to be watching for the return of Jesus. Not waiting, not just waiting for it, eh? but we are watching for the return of Jesus. Those who watch for it will keep themselves alert and self-control. Those who simply waiting may sleep and sloppy business with other things and then let their priorities sleep also. Therefore, be alert and awake and act according to the Lord's requires. Don't just waiting, waiting. Oh, the leader, if don't call me, I will not go to church. The leader don't uh, ask me anything. I will not go for Bible study. No, don't wait. Keep watching. Keep alert. Go in there. And then you read the God's word and then pray together. That's why two and three together, the God's presence will be there. Therefore, brother, don't skip your Bible study. Don't skip your church service. Just go there and then be watching and pray together and encourage one another, brother and sister. Always watch and walk. Don't just, oh, waiting, waiting, waiting for the leader call me. Then I come to church. No, don't wait. Be action, alert, awake, and act. So, brothers and sisters, be the man of God. We also need to what? To keep his decrees and commands and his laws and regulations as written in the law of Moses. David also empowering him to store God's word daily. Psalm 119 verse 11. I have hidden your word in where? In my heart, so that I might not sin against you. Therefore, brother and sister, that's why we always Bible study, reading the God's word every day. It's because we might not sin against God. Therefore, brother and sister, don't just, you come for the Bible study and come for the church service for one day or two days. Then after, how about the other day? Do you read God's word? Brother and sister, we need to read the God's word daily. Not only in the Bible study, but after the Bible study or before the Bible study, we need to read the God's word and memorize it in our heart so that we might not sin against God. And also, He empowering you to abide in His word. John 15 verse 4 to 17. It say, abide in me and I in you. If you abide in me and my words, abide in you. Ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love. So you will feel the love. Just as I have kept my father's commandments and abide in his love. This thing I have spoken to you so that my joy will be in you and your joy may be full. And also, this thing I command you so that you will love one another. That's why we go to Bible study to encourage one another, to love one another, to care for one another. Amen. And then, 
What is the promise of God to David? Let's look at Second Samuel chapter seven, verse nine to ten. Second Samuel chapter seven, verse nine to ten. Here is God promise David. Promise of God is the presence of God. Why? You see. Second Samuel chapter seven verse nine, he said, "I have been with you wherever you have gone." What does it mean? That means the presence of God. Being the presence of God is to equip you with a blessing, with a joy, with a peace. When you spend time with Him, with God, the fruit of the Spirit will becomes an outflow of the relationship. And when you go to the presence of God in the midst of the rough times, God will work for you. Don't worry about that. You just only need to be still in the presence of the Lord. Okay, God's presence is a place where prayer is heard. God's presence is also the place of what judgment. God's presence. Is also the place of blessing. David counted it a joy experience of the Lord's presence. Acts chapter two verse twenty five, and Acts chapter two verse twenty eight. David said about him, "I saw the Lord before me because He is at my right hand. I will not be shaken. Therefore, my heart is glad." And my tongue rejoices; my body also will rest. Peter described it the source of blessing for all who place in the faith of Christ. To experience God's presence is to experience the shining of God's face. Believers always live in God's presence. And he knows the, all their deeds, and so God has promised to be with us until He comes again. Matthew twenty-eight verse twenty, right? I am with you always, even unto the world, end of the world. So, in the age to come, God's presence will be the ultimate blessing for believers. Believer will see him face to face. Okay, one day is the anticipation of this present that should motivate Christian faithful in the present age. And the second is provision. In Second Samuel chapter seven verse ten, I will provide. A place for my people Israel, and will plant, so that they can have a home of their own and no longer be disturbed. The provision of God for people are common theme throughout the Scripture, from land, food, shelter, to righteous path of salvation. And God provide for those who love Him and. Follow his commandment. Always remember, there's a condition. If you 
Love him and follow his commandments. There, probation of God will be to you. And also second, the third. There also will a protection of God. You will have protection of God. Second Samuel chapter seven verse ten. I have cut off all your enemies. Come before you. So you're under protect. No one enemy will attack you because you are under protect. If you have relationship with God, if you follow His commandments, divine protection is the act of supernaturally shielding someone from harm and injury or danger. Is God's way defending or shielding men from every form of evil? It's a supreme and absolutely dependable. Divine protection is a covenant right. If you were born again, it's a one of the package redemption. A Christ. Always remember every word of God proved true. He is a shield. To those who take refuge in Him, so I think we all must be envy the son of David, right? Because they have such promise. We have a similar prom- promise from God. Do you know that? Jesus said in the Matthew six chapter six verse thirty three. Do you still remember, brother and sister? But seek ye first the kingdom of God, and His righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. God promised that if we put Him first, He will take care of the rest. Therefore, in this pandemic time, I hope everyone continue to be faithful to seek His kingdom. And his righteousness, so all these things will be added unto you. Therefore, brother and sister, do not worry about this pandemic, but seek God first, seek His kingdom first, so the Lord may fulfill in His word which He spoke concerning me. David had general reason, reason to strong encourage. And empower Solomon to obedience, but he also had a specific reason and a specific promise of God. God promised that David, as long as his son walked in what obedience, so they will they will keep the throne of Israel. If you not walk in obedience, your throne of Israel will be shaking. That's why we are. If we are not obedient, our what our belief in Christ will be shaken. Therefore, brother and sister, we need to be firm and we need to be what obedient. If you and me not obedient today, we will be shaken. We will not be here today to share Jesus Christ. Therefore. We need to be obedient. This was an amazing promise. No matter what the 
Assyrian or Egyptian or the Babylonians did, as long as son, David's son, were obedient and follow God with their heart and with all their soul, so God will establish their kingdom. God will establish their kingdom and God will take care of the rest. Amen. If we obedient. So I praise God and give thanks His promise. Do you? However, let's be honest. We do not all live or like we believe these things, do we? Do we believe? If we believe, we need to obedience. Obedience what? To his word. Obedience to come to fellowship in this church service. To and also obedience in what? To study the Bible together. Bible study. That's the very important. Whatever discouraged you are, the most important is to come together to worship and to praise the Lord and to read the God's word. I want to share my testimony today. As I grow up in this church, in the church, I heard about the cross-cultural ministry, but I wonder what does the mission field look like? So my first mission field is to Sabah and then to Sarawak. That changes my life. I enjoy teaching and fellowship with the youth and the children. After coming back from the trip, I caught up with uh, my career, IT, to support my elderly parents. Yet, I did not stop serving God. In fact, I was involved in a different ministry, such as children, youth, worship team, ushering, teaching, transport, administration, and the Myanmar ministry to gain experience. You know, after that, more than a decade in the ministry, God placed a burden in my heart to be equipped formally. At the time, I was reluctant to go to seminary because of what? Financial burden. Because financial, that I need to support my parents, house loan, insurance, electricity, water bill, car, and so on. However, after I came back from the Myanmar mission trip, I attend one of my church members for the service. And then he said, she died. She died from the cancer at the young age of 20 years old. Can you imagine 20 years old? Just like that, passed away. So during the week service, I heard eulogy about her wish to go to the seminary. If God allow her to live for another four years. So the speech struck my heart very deeply. So I kept pondering and pray to God whether he want me to go seminary. If so, then give me a sign by sending someone to, from seminary to me. So in amazement, do you know what? God sent three person. Who is it? President of the seminary, academic dean seminary, field education seminary, come to my church and ask if anyone want to embark on theological study. Wow, I was totally speechless. By faith, I resigned my job and successfully applied to study 
at Singapore Baptist Theological Seminary. So during the my seminary day, I learned what to trust and have faith in God for my daily provision. After six months, you know, in Singapore, my bank account dropped to $23 sing. Do you see that? The last one? $23 sing. $23 sing. Uh, but I still have another three and a half years to finish my bachelor degree. But the word of God from Proverbs 3, verse 5 to 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, submit to Him and He will make your path straight. So by this word, sustain me. God provision through the generous brother and sister in Christ saw me through. So I graduate with Bachelor of Theology. So, therefore, brother and sister, during this pandemic, we all may be suffer, all may be lost job, but we will not lose Jesus. But we still continue to trust because he will provide everything for us if we continue to trust in him. Do we? So, brother and sister, today, for you to come before the Lord and thank him for his power, for his perfect word and the promise it contains. So just thank him, thank the Lord for being faithful and dependable. Perhaps you need to come down here and get forgiveness for your lack of faith in him and his promise. Our journey may be long or it might be short. Whatever length of it, whatever we may face, are thankful that we can count on God and his promise during our journey. Amen. Let us continue to count on him and trust his promise during our journey. Let's pray together. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, thank you for bringing us together to come to worship. As I pray about Father, Lord, as we continue to trust in you, Lord, help us, Lord, continue to have faith in you, Lord, and also, we also ask for your forgiveness and mercy, Lord, be upon us, Lord, if we lack of faith, Lord. I pray about Father, Lord, continue to give us, Lord, the bonus and courage, Lord, to continue to face all this uh, trial of life, Lord, so we can overcome through you, Lord, because you are with us, your presence. Thank you, Lord, about Father, Lord. Let your love, joy, and peace continue to be with us and shine upon us so we can shine more to glorify your name. Thank you, Lord, our Father, Lord. We love you and we praise your name, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you.